Intriguing and fascinating cases. Odd look at the phenomenon. Odd look at the phenomenon. Welcome back to Glitch in the Matrix. And man, do I have a great topic for you. Today is going to be an interesting day because I am flying solo. My co host, Natalie Grange, has taken the day off. So I'm going to be providing you some information as it relates to a topic that focuses on aspects of Glitch in the Matrix. Then I have an interesting conspiracy theory for you. I'm sure if you grew up in the 90s, you know, we always remember talking about certain topics like quicksand. I mean, how many of you guys remember watching a TV show and being terrified of quicksand? We don't hear about quicksand anymore. But I think one of the biggest conspiracy theories you talked about with your friends, if you're from the 90s and early 2000s, is the Bermuda Triangle. How many of you guys remember having a conversation with your friends talking about planes disappearing and certain certain um, phenomenon happening? And that that's really what it gets down into. Is this it's kind of a rehash rehash of the Bermuda Triangle? What's happening at it and what's going on currently? Because we don't ever hear about it no more. So let's get into it. It's been the talk of Mariner's Tales for decades, the stuff of urban legends. It's the Bermuda Triangle, the region of the Atlantic Ocean defined by South Florida, Puerto Rico, and Bermuda. Yeah, whenever we get into the Bermuda Triangle, we really look at the location, but the historical lore behind it. I mean, it dates back all the way to Christopher Columbus, who, just so you guys know, is really Italian, but for whatever reason, he actually sailed for the Spanish, and he lives, and he's actually located now in Sevilla, Spain, but I digress. Whenever we get into it, I think we all remember stories about it. You know, I think looking into different aspects of it. Now, whenever we look at the Bermuda Triangle, what's really important is we have two, two situations. We have by air and by sea. So there's probably been about 50 ships lost in the Bermuda Triangle in history, possibly more, um, in around maybe 20 airplanes. And that's according to the U.S. Navy. And whenever you look at it, there's such a high frequency there. But there's believed to be certain theories behind it. But there's so many stories about it, it's just really piled on over time. And I think one of the stories that's really interesting about it is actually the SS. Archaeologists with the St. Augustine Lighthouse Museum believe they have identified the wreck of a merchant ship long thought to have disappeared in the Bermuda Triangle. The Cotopaxi sank nearly 100 years ago, roughly 35 miles off the coast of St. Augustine, where it has remained 100 feet underwater. News for Jack's reporter Ashley Harding shows us how this discovery was made. For nearly 100 years, the whereabouts of the doomed Cotopaxi merchant ship were shrouded in mystery and speculation. Now, whenever we look at the SS Cotopaxi, what's really interesting about the ship is, number one, it's named after a mountain in Ecuador. That's where Cotopaxi comes from. 
And second off, um, the location of it, I mean, it became a really big talking point as it relates to a hundred years of not finding the ship because it originally left South Carolina in 1920, but so much so that even Hollywood in um, 1970, I think, Close Encounters with the Third Kind even had a reference point to the I ship. It's the coat of boxing. Why is it here? Beats the shit out of me. Now, even though that Close Encounter of the Third Kind is really from a different generation, it gives the insight into the lore of the Bermuda Triangle. That's what's so interesting about it is now we don't even really refer to it. But at one point in time, it was so strong that it would capture movies like that. I mean, this is Spielberg, a Spielberg movie. So to have that kind of scene really sets the precedent of what was going on. Now, the Cotopaxi has been found and sunk. I mean, obviously, it's sunk, um, I think, as a result of break waves. So it really shows that it wasn't abducted by aliens. It wasn't absorbed by the Muna Triangle. And it really gets into these concepts of, of why is it why why is the Bermuda Triangle so violent, you know, and, and why do we don't hear about it anymore? But it also takes precedent to understand the difference between the ships, okay, as it relates to the ships and also the planes. And I think the planes flying really gives a lot of mystery to it. And I'm gonna go ahead and play another clip that takes place to give insight into what why the planes are such a Focal point of the Bermuda Which will hopefully provide new leads on the cause of the area's dangers. But there are many vessels that are still unaccounted for, including what might be the Triangle's most mysterious loss of all. Six airplanes all vanished on the same day in an incident known as Flight 19. On December 5th, 1945, just a few months after the end of World War II, 14 airmen boarded five planes in Florida and flew off over the Atlantic. But soon after entering the Bermuda Triangle, the airmen became mysteriously disoriented. Despite their high-level skills and some of the day's most technologically advanced aircraft, all five planes and all 14 people were lost, gone, without a trace. But the tragedy doesn't end there. In a bizarre twist, a seaplane was sent out with 13 additional crew members on a rescue mission. Shockingly, that plane disappeared as well, only 27 minutes into its voyage. What could have happened to these... So those are two different cases that really show how how the Bermuda Triangle can influence it. And, and even going back to, like I was saying earlier, Christopher Columbus. So why is it such a violent environment? Is it supernatural? Is it other means? I think whenever we look at a situation like the Bermuda Triangle, what we really have to understand is sometimes these stories get amplified and they get told and and there's and there's a lot of mystery shrouded by it i mean if we look at the simple fact that that those planes disappeared the way they did and not to be found i think that's really what goes into it in the fact that you had another rescue plane disappear out of nowhere so it like gives me chill bumps so whenever we break it down there's a lot of different theories as to why so let's just, let's just go ahead and uh and like play it out so 
if it is supernatural, then you could potentially say there's a vortex and time is getting absorbed and potentially transitioning into other places. I mean, that kind of goes back to this whole story about Santiago 513. According to Brazilian aviation authorities, a commercial airliner named Santiago Flight 513 took off from Germany on September 4, 1954, and vanished somewhere over the Atlantic Ocean. A fruitless massive search was conducted, and the investigators were finally forced to believe that the aircraft was crashed. The story of Flight Santiago in itself was really interesting because it says it disappeared somewhere over the Atlantic. And as a result of it, it, you know, they searched for it, they looked for it, and then it disappeared. And then somehow it flew into Chile in like 1954. And it landed. And whenever they looked at the plane, they didn't really know what to think of the plane. Its its name on it said Santiago. And this flight airline had been had been discontinued and out of business for 30 years. And as they approached it, they walked in and they noticed that the pilot was still holding the joystick. And he and everybody on it were skeletons. I mean, that story in itself is seems pretty spooky and it could potentially lead to the thought okay that's a vortex you know we look at the loss of the planes we look at the potential loss of the ship but the Cotopaxi was actually found so is Santiago a part of that well this story is one of these stories that have really been blown up on the internet and it's believed that it is a hoax but at the time people thought it was real and it kind of goes into thought of how things can really take off and transpire now, is that what happened with the Bermuda Triangle? Have these stories been amplified like the Santiago flight, which comes out isn't, isn't real, but whenever you hear that lore, it really sticks with you. I think, honestly, there's a real place for this, and maybe now as the Internet takes on a different profile, we, we see different conspiracies happening. But... And these conspiracies take off as flat earth and everything else you can think of. But the Bermuda Triangle really isn't talked about as much anymore. It's not really a highlight of those childhood conversations we all remember where we talk about disappearing and what we think it is as kids and where the planes went and how they went to different time zones or different locations, potentially like the Santiago that's not real. But what if I told you right now there is potential theory that gives insight into what happens actually at the Bermuda Triangle? And I wonder if you know it. The mystery of the Bermuda Triangle may finally be close to being solved. Experts have theorized that the area's high concentration of magnetite could be causing interference with the Earth's magnetic field leading to weather anomalies, dangerous algae growth, and problems with navigation. If that's the case, then the issue lies much deeper than the ocean floor. It lies at the very core of our planet. So whenever we break down the science of the Bermuda Triangle, the location, the temperature, the extra magnetized rocks, Scientists really believe this potentially could be the reason for why we have such strange anomalies. There's been updates to the radars and compass, but for the longest time, a lot of it was had to do with being magnetized. 
So if you're there during the day, you were a ship, there was a storm, you didn't have the stars to navigate by, this could potentially lead to ships not knowing where they were at and potentially hitting bars, sinking, and resulting into it. The magnetization could also affect the radar and planes. Certain times not really knowing what they're what they're getting into and maybe they would call on these violent storms that would potentially bring these planes down. Now obviously technology has changed in a long time and we can monitor and check and we don't have these situations happening in the Bermuda Triangle like we used to. The Bermuda Triangle has overactive algae as a result of this as well. So sometimes what happens is as these planes crash, the algae actually moves really quickly and codes a lot of these ships or hides them or potentially camouflages them on the ocean floor. This is also a potential theory that's believed why sometimes it's so tricky to find these. Leading lastly to the wake and the tide of the waves. Now, as a result of this magnetization, it's believed that the current in the rip of, of it being located in three different points located within the Bermuda, um, Puerto Rico, and Florida, that there are some types of situations that happen as a result of the gravitational pull, and the waves are hard to manage. And so all of these things could be contributing factors into what is really happening within the Bermuda Triangle. So looking at ships like the Cotopaxi could potentially provide insight into what happens. When we analyze the story of the Cotopaxi, we identify at one point it was lore. Okay, We have a situation where it goes down losing 35 souls for 100 years. And the stories of it are grand, from aliens to absorbing to time vortexes and potentially something else. But in fact... It just took researchers a really long time to find it, and it was completely embedded with algae in 100 feet under the actual ocean floor. These could be all contributing factors to why we lose ships within this area, and a lot of it gets sped up. We look at the plane like the Santiago, who it's a story that the news captured it, and it was potentially, it was believed to be a hoax, you know. Now, we do get situations like with these planes that completely disappeared and we don't know. And there's still going to be mystery in the Bermuda Triangle. I think sometimes it's hard to really categorize it, but we do have proof that it could be just the natural contributing factors of the location as it relates to algae, magnetization, and the waves. So maybe that's why we don't hear about it as much anymore as kids. And at some point in time, the technology was not there. So that's my potential thoughts on why the Bermuda Triangle is the way it is. Taking more of a research approach, maybe not a vortex or aliens absorbing it, but who knows? There's still mysteries. There's still more to learn. Thank you for listening to this Monday's Glitch in the Matrix. My co-host could make it, but I'm here tonight providing you a show. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll get back to you tomorrow.